Well, when I first started to channel them, they were behind me, slightly on my left. And it was Ashtar that, that, that turned up and gave his name. Um, and I didn't know anything about him at, at the time, nothing at all. I just, you know, it was just Pleiadian and he was called Ashtar, Ashtar Commander. And um, so I, I see them in my mind's eye in the same way I see spirits. And I do hear them um, telepathically in the same way I hear spirits. So that I guess you could call that clear audience as well or telepathy. Um, they are tall, blonde, blue-eyed, um, angular features, always get a sense of blue around them in their auric field. Um, and just, uh, you know, so much love comes in with them. It's, it's sometimes it actually makes me cry. Okay, so welcome to my show, Soma Ara. Is, do I uh, pronounce that the right way? Yes, yes, that was right, Yeni. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so nice to have you here. Yay. We've been uh, chatting for a couple of weeks now, and I'm, I'm very glad to have connected with you. So uh, before we start with everything, can you just say hello to our listeners and who you are a little bit, and, and then we get into <laughs> the rest <laughs> of the, the hour. And uh, yeah. Okay, thank you, Yenny. I'm I'm really looking forward to talking with you. And um, yeah, it's well, I'm Soma Ara or Carol Noonan. I'm a channel for the Pleiadians, um, and I have been connected to them as a child. Um, but I'd forgotten a lot of memories of having connected to them as a child and regained those memories through shamanic courses. Um, but I had already started to channel them um, when I started to regain memories. So it's been quite a ride. I mean, I've had quite a, a life full of a lot of different experiences, um, a lot of them way out there. And um, But it all started as a child. Um, it all started for me as a child with trauma. Trauma really released a lot of DMT. Um, in my brain and I really woke up from a very young age so DMT for anyone listening that, that hasn't heard of it is a, is a natural chemical in the brain that is released through trauma um, and an excess of it is released through trauma and it opens the psychic door or, or the psychic awareness or psychic abilities it kind of opens the door to the spiritual worlds the spiritual realms so um, there's a there's many people who've had trauma who end up very psychic with a lot of mediumship abilities and um, other abilities as well, like telepathy, which is now getting stronger with the with the times that we're in. So yeah, I had um, so I had a lot of trauma, abuse, poverty, alcoholic mum was undernourished, underfed. Um, was raped at the age of 13. Um, so I had a lot of trauma and negative environment and things going on. But at the same time, at the times of abuse, spirits or the Pleiadians would step in and show me a different way, show me a different world, show me a different reality. So through my negative experiences there's always been a positive one that's happened um for example when i was eight um i was being abused well i had a man lying on top of me who was my mum's boyfriend and he was an alcoholic and i was a skinny little thing i was underfed undernourished so i found that um he was actually sucking the air out of me i couldn't breathe and I left my body and connected to the Pleiadians, or they connected to me. Now, this is my first conscious memory of them. I'm, I believe there's others going back to in earlier ages, um, but I haven't remembered those yet. So things are still, I'm still in the process. I've, I've, and I believe that's the same for everyone. I don't feel that we ever get to a point where we say, okay, there's no more to learn. Or there's no more for me to learn about myself there's always something more to learn about 
ourselves and the universe and energy there's always something more so it's a process it's a never-ending process but I found myself um beneath him and leaving my body and connecting to the Pleiadians and I'd always remembered the that particular um abuse but I'd forgotten that I I'd left my body and it was through the shamanic courses that I began to have memories of um, reoccurring memories that I'd forgotten as a child. So I've, I've always, you know, I've always longed for normal, and I've never had it. And I don't think at, at, at the age of forty-seven now that I'm ever going to have it. I, I just don't think it's. I don't think it's in me. I don't think I could do it now. <laughs> I don't think I could do it now. You know, the normal reality, because I think once Pandora's box has been opened for you, you you can't ignore it. You, you can't because it's such a big part of who we are and why we're here and our our true history, our true origins, our true galactic connections our true science our true medicine it's everything to me it's everything and it's beautiful but there's also a negative side to things so in terms of your background you said at what age did you have your first contact was that the pleiadians when and I how was did you know eight. that yeah and how did you know it was them well, I, I didn't, I'd, I'd always remembered the abuse and I'd forgotten leaving my body and connecting with them. And it was when I was doing the shamanic journeys in Ireland, in Galway, I was doing um, shamanic journeys. I was doing a, a shamanic course and over some weekends we did the shamanic journey and I went very deep or very high, whichever way you want to look at it, and um, was shown um a lot of um, my childhood memories where bits, pieces had been missing and they came in, the Pleiadians came in and showed me the, the missing, some of the missing information, not all of it, but some pieces of missing information. Um, I know it was them because I was already channeling them at the time because I started to channel in, I think it was 2009 or 2010 um, or maybe it was even 2011, but... And then I did. I, then I started to do the shamanic courses. And where was that? The courses? Or how how come you started to do the shamanic courses and not something else? <laughs> That's well, I'd I'd gone from I'd gone from um, at the age of sixteen. Sorry, at the age of, of around twenty three, I got involved into spiritualism. And then I kind of came away from that and I got involved in Buddhism. And then I came away from that when I left my husband um, because he was he was a Buddhist. And then I went into the shamanic route. So I've kind of done three of the alternative um, religions, you know, the, the spiritualist and the, the Buddhist and the, the shamanic. I would say I'm more shamanic than anything these days. Um so that's how I got into the, the shamanism was, yeah, kind of a long route. I took the long route. <laughs> how was, uh, you like, uh, before we move forward to what you do now, like, how was your teenage years? Horrific, really horrific. I, I describe it as being born into hell and, um, you know, a lot of poverty, abuse trauma bullies at school an alcoholic mother um you know I never had a key um and she was hardly ever home my mum so and uh I remember one Christmas actually and I haven't shared this publicly before but I remember one Christmas my brother's girlfriend and my sister as well um, to give her her due, did my mum's hair and makeup, and you know she got dressed. She had some um, nice clothes and hair and makeup and everything, and she went out for the evening. And 
she at Christmas time, and she didn't come home for two weeks. What? And we we I remember we were what? left. Yeah, two weeks. She didn't come home, and at Christmas, um, and because she was the head of the household, you know, she went with the money and everything. So. We didn't have a very good Christmas that year, to to say the least. And she never said where she'd been. She never apologised. She never did anything. And I was about nine at the time. So um, that's the type of mum I had. You know, she just, um, I don't know where she was mentally, but she I don't think she was really here. Um, Yeah, bless her. She's in spirit now. But anyway, um, sorry, I kind of got distracted there. So you were asking about my childhood. Well, those those kind of experiences are what I grew up with. So I learned to kind of rely on myself and not to look to others to to do anything. You know, I remember ironing at the age of nine. And of course, I burnt it. You know, I, I wasn't very any good at it at all I burnt it because I had the iron up too high but I remember trying to iron and um and um I remember cooking my own dinner and um I I think I was around 12 or 13 I cooked my own um Christmas dinner which is very sad but um yeah so those types of things and we were always you know there was never enough to eat and um I got to the point where I was 12 and I just wanted out. I didn't want to be here anymore. And I'd just been abused by my stepfather who was at this point living with us and because he had married my mum. So he was living in the household and I was just, I was just, um, just at the end of my tether. I just really had enough with everything. I wasn't interested in talking about it or telling anyone. I just wanted out. And so I was deciding on taking tablets. And I went into my room and it, I mean, I didn't even have a bed. It was a mattress. But I went into and lay on the floor on my mattress and I was just crying my heart out. And the next thing I knew, I was in the right hand corner of my room looking down on myself and Jesus came to me. Um, I'd already gone through the white tunnel and Jesus came to me and took me on a very long journey for about three or four hours. And showed me my picture, my small, I call it my smaller picture, because it was just about me and my karma and my soul essence, my soul reason, purpose for being here on this in this lifetime now and then when he understood I'd got that he moved on to the bigger picture for humanity and I don't remember what he said word for word but I did um I I did at the time um but when I so I was gone for about three or four hours and when I came back I was really blissful totally blissed out for about three or four weeks and then it gradually ebbed away but um so I always knew that it was a real experience because of the feeling of the emotion of the shift in my in my energy. I'd gone from not wanting to be here at all to a blissful state, totally blissful. And um, one of the most profound um, experiences that I've ever had in my life, you know, and I didn't tell anyone. I didn't tell my family, I didn't tell my brother or my mom or anyone, Um, not until I was about, not until I was living, sorry, not until 2004, um, I started to talk about it, So, and only to close friends at the time. Yeah, and so where was the pivotal point when you actually uh, broke free from everything and moved out and, and started your own path, so to speak, and when was that? I was 16. I was 16. And I was just I was just kind of waiting to leave. Um, My abuse kind of stopped at the age of 13. After I'd been raped, it it kind of stopped, it fizzled out. People just seemed to leave me alone. So um, so then from the ages of 13 to 16, I was just kind of waiting to to leave to leave home. and also, the other thing I need to add as well is that I didn't have any schooling. 
I didn't go. Well, I, that's not true. I did go. I tried to go. And I was held in this vortex of energy um, where I just couldn't move my body. And that was, I'd always remembered that as well. But what I'd also forgotten was that I'd left, sorry, I didn't leave, but the Pleiadians um, would hold me in this energy at the school gates. And there were huge black um, school gates, so like 20, 30, 40 feet up and across. And for anyone looking, they must have thought I was crazy, but I was just stood there for about 40 minutes. And this happened three or four times. What I'd remembered in the shamanic courses is that they downloaded, um, they, they stopped me from going into the school system and were with me, basically, and, and said to me that if they'd let me enter the school system, then I would have been lost to them. So that's very interesting. And, and yeah. I find that quite interesting because a lot of starseed people talk about that, that they never fit into the the school system and they're really opposed to it and it's wrong and how they teach people. And, like, uh, yeah, like I've, yeah, I think it was Rob uh, I talked to in an interview, but, like, I'm, I, I dropped out of high school. I've never felt like I fit into the school school system. And, uh, yeah, do you think that's a common thing? I think so, Yanni, because I think, well, I, well, I, I believe that, that, you know, the school system is, like all systems on Earth, is run at the very highest level by negative ET energy, whatever you want to call it. You know, whether you want to call it cabal or reptilian or illuminati, all systems on Earth are run by negative ET energy, in my understanding. So, and I can really see that very clearly, especially with the school system. So I'm definitely not an advocate for the school system. I think everyone should take their children out of school and homeschool them. And I feel that we can see that the, the damage as star seeds that the school system is is doing to children because it is run by negative et energy they do not have our best interests at heart whether it's the school system or the government or the big farmer or the banks or the politicians or all these systems on earth are evil evil systems that are um crumbling away and falling away but the school system is something i feel very strongly about because I wouldn't be channeling the Pleiadians um, if I'd continued in the school system. I would have had it, I would have ended up manipulated and dumbed down and controlled, just like all the other kids. Um, to a certain degree, I, to a certain degree, I have been um, uh, manipulated and dumbed down and controlled, but not in the same way as if I'd had a proper education I, won't, I don't I'm not even going to use the word proper because I, I would stay home and actually read esoteric books I was reading books by Betty Shine who's a medium um, in the UK it was a medium in the UK and then I was also reading Edgar Casey when I was 12 13 so I would just stay home and read in my room and meditate and it was shortly after um, actually straight after my out-of-body experience with Jesus, where I began meditating. And I didn't know that's what it was called. I didn't know there was a word for it. I was just sitting in the stillness, you know, just to get – I was trying to get back to that blissful state that kind of ebbed away. And so I was just sitting in the peaceful. And um, that, that's what I was – that's how I spent my childhood, really, from the ages of 12 up to 16. And then I left, left home. Um, and I went to a, I ended up in a, in a homeless centre in London called Centrepoint. Um, yeah. I think they, yeah, yeah they, and, they, they, yeah, sorry. No, go on, it's okay. No, no, it's interesting what you say about meditation uh, because I, my first encounter of meditation was just before high school. I had a teacher. She was teaching religion and yoga. And w one class we had with her, and she was 
talking about meditation and yoga and that was the the best lesson I've ever had ever after that she didn't do it again but what if they did that introduce that as a uh, what to call a mandatory thing at school like oh my god the vibes will go up big time and uh, mm-hmm. like I, I, I just like I, I, I'm baffled like that they, they don't do this and, and yeah anyway it doesn't oh, <laughs> I get a little bit upset well because, there's a reason uh, mm, there's a yeah. reason they don't there's a reason they don't teach it there's a reason they don't teach our real history our real science our real technology um there's a reason they don't grow plants and vegetables and fruit in in the school playground there's a reason they don't do a lot of things in the school system because they don't want us to become awake aware and conscious or change the you know so i I mean you know, for forty to four thirty-two. Yeah. <laughs> that's also another yes. interesting um, yeah, yeah. thing. But I want also I also want to hear with you uh, about if you can mention a little bit about two books because you've written two books. Uh, one is called The Played in Child, and one is called What's Really uh, What's Really Going On. So, what's really going on? What is that one about? <laughs> <laughs> what, what well, is, that, what's I really wrote going that on in last year? Mm-hmm. What's really going on? Yeah. What is um, going on? And so last, <laughs> well, it's it, it's a big pile of shit, Yenny. It's a shit storm. <laughs> it's a shit show. Um, so, well, basically, it's a war on humanity's consciousness, and oh, this is the last battle. So I've been told by the Pleiadians. So it's it's a beautiful time on Earth, but it's a real birthing process. And it is um, biblical what's going on. It's pivotal. It's epic proportions. Everything that is is happening, because actually it's actually what's really going on is that we are evolving as human beings. We are turning into a higher human a higher frequency a higher dimension because our galactic connection was severed it was shut off so we are going back to our original blueprint our original dna our natural galactic divine selves and they are trying to stop this evolutionary process from happening so they are trying to through through water through air through the earth trying to um what they they trying to weaponize us um to keep our to stop our evolution from happening it's evolution it really is evolution so our we are waking up naturally but they are trying to stop the wait the tsunami of energy that is us awakening they are trying to stop it they're trying to curtail it um, and they're using different methods and different they're putting different things into us like c19 and like the vaccines and different things um and chemtrails and food and you know the water and and the whole list of of everything that's weaponized against us so it's really huge what's going on it's evolution and it's not just contained to earth everything that happens in the universe affects everything else it's a delicate it's a divine balancing system with with the planets and the stars and everything is in movement together so what's happening on earth is not contained to earth it is affecting other star systems other planets other galaxies like a ripple effect if you chuck a stone into the ocean, it is said that it will have a ripple effect on the other side of the, of the water, however far it is. And the same thing is is, is happening at the moment. Um, but it, what a beautiful time to be here. It's a great time. It really is. I really feel that in my heart. Um, and I've ne- I never really felt that before the COVID kicked off. I never felt that. I'm so thankful to be here because I never really wanted to be here up until last year. 
up until last year, I never really wanted to be here. You know, I didn't fit in. I don't fit in. I'm the old ball. I'm the black sheep. I'm the crazy woman down the road. I'm the one that hugs the trees, that talks to the plants, that looks at the sky, that that, that looks at the earth in her hands and the sand. And I'm just not from here, you know. And it felt it felt so much like... My whole life has been like I'm a square in a round peg or the odd one out or I'm I'm seen as being different. And I think that also comes down to my energy, but not just my energy, my DNA, my blood. Like I'm so not from here and I don't fit in and I've never fitted in. And it doesn't look like (laughs) I'm going to start fitting in anytime soon (laughs) so because the further the older I get in my life Yenny the more I am being pulled by this beautiful energy of the consciousness waking up so when when the COVID pandemic hit last year I was just amazed that I was being pulled into the very opposite of how I'd been feeling my whole life where I'm so thankful to be here and I want to be here. And not just that, that, but also that I'm connecting with beautiful souls like you because of the COVID. Because without that, I wouldn't have gone onto the Internet and bombarded the Internet with with doing interviews and talks and connecting to people I wouldn't have connected to any of the people last year that I've connected to so that that to me is is very beautiful but also it's because it's because they've put this negative COVID into us which I see as a wave of negative energy coming in and now we are pushing back as a positive with, with a positive um, wave of energy. I see it in terms of waves of dark putting this COVID into us, and then waves of light over, over, overtaking, overriding everything that they chuck at us. And we are coming together. We we are coming together like never before. I mean, I'm so grateful. I'm just so grateful to be here on the on this earth at, at now. And I, I really. You know, I really struggled for a lot of years. I was always different, you know. And uh, I remember actually being booed off stage. Sorry, I can't get my words out. Booed off stage for saying things like, we're not alone. We've never been alone. We're not from here. So, um, So it's been a difficult journey for me. But now I'm starting to see that I do have a place. I do have people listening to me I do have a voice I do have a saying I am seen you know I am seen I am um that that I I'm feeling that there's a need for my energy and there's a need for why I'm here and I know that I'm no different to any other starseed that we are all needed to to um to be in the public eye, to either create um, video blogs or however we can get our message out, whether it's books or video or singing or writing or art, whatever platform we choose to use, it's important that we step up to the plate and use the resources and the platforms that we have readily available to us. Um now you know today and go and and create something beautiful and let other people know that we're not alone that we are united and that we're coming together sorry for going on Yenny no I I totally agree with you because I was thinking like um last year which uh, was very interesting year I think and like a lot for a lot of people it was darkness but for like it totally backfired big time whatever they 
had in mind for us and so it it actually has had a reverse effect and people are awake now i've never seen so many people awake and actually working on and especially what you said as well because that is our biggest weapon gratitude and i saw something the other day gratitude is the highest currency in the universe that is high vibes and and i think that's something that we just have to work on and uh, you know and I wanted to talk about that later on as well with the grounding and how important that is for outer interference and actually ground ourselves but we do that also to totally work on gratitude all the time it's a job it's a job and once you find that flow you are unstoppable and there is so much power there and you know and and I'm I, I don't know, like I'm, I'm lost for words, but it's like, you know, universe will delight you every day and, and gratitude is the key to everything, everything. And people are, oh, it's not that simple. Yes, it is that simple, but you have to work on it every day, every day, every day, every day. So, yeah, so whatever happened last year has actually tipped people's consciousness over and sorry whoever is listening i can hear there's someone there's some interference can hear that in the audio at the moment as well so sorry about that guys but sometimes that happens <laughs> um yeah so yeah whatever they try to to do it's it's totally backfired and it's actually going into the light now so i'm very excited about that and it's it can't be stopped whatever they try to do so yeah so that oh thank you so much for sharing that and um it's uh, every day as well when i look at the news it's like i'm like oh where's my popcorn <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like it is as i say it's like watching a movie if you actually look at things and it's not conspiracy it's like you know it's happening <laughs> if you just open your eyes a little bit yeah. so it's it's uh it's it's quite quite amazing so the Pl played in child that book is that one more about about you growing up right like your yeah yeah your life it's that yeah, you talked about a little bit yeah it's three sections so mm -hmm. there's my childhood and then the second section is a is just the the channelings of the Pleiadians, and then the third section is where I was at at the time with certain things. Hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I highly recommend that people go and read that, especially yes, if they've had trauma, yes. especially if they, if yeah, you know, if they've been raped or, you know, had alcoholic issues or. Or people in their family with alcoholic issues, or or drugs as well, um, or poverty, or any any kind of um, lower vibration stuff going on, and um, also anyone that's a starseed. I think it's a really good book. Um, I'm starting to work on my next one, Ooh. but my other one, going um, what's going on, um, is is channeled information. So when COVID hit in um, January, February last year in 2020, I went into the garden and channeled them because I hadn't channeled them for a while and I felt I needed to do it in the garden um, to be outside in open space. Um, so, yeah, downloads of information last year um, that all went into a book that I actually need to... Um, I a couple of times I felt I'd finished the book and then I was given another download of information. So I, I need to, the, there's things I still need to add to it. Um, so I'm going to re-release that at some point this year, hopefully. Definitely this year. I have to do it this year. There's too much in it not to. Um, but it was initially banned on um, Amazon. Um, and they didn't give me a reason. They just said it, it went against their community standards or something like that, um, which could mean anything. You know, it's who knows what that means. Um, so, yeah, the, the, I'm definitely going to get into doing more writing and more channeling and more downloading. Um, and also, actually, during last year, I think it was June or July last year in 2020, I was in a live interview, and normally they stood next to me, the Pleiadians, but they told me to close my eyes, so I did. And this was in a live interview. 
And I just thought I was going to channel, you know, with my eyes closed, but they actually stepped into me. And that was very new to me. So they stepped into me and used my voice. So I ended up um, direct voice channeling in the interview. And, and I've continued to do that. Um, but that that's really a beautiful thing to do, um, that they trust me enough to, to, to do that. Um, so, yeah, more. So I now do those in readings um, where I do one to one readings with the direct voice channeling just for that person but it's from the pleiades so mostly star seeds you know would would um like that type of connection and where can people find you you have to tell us your your um, oh okay yeah, um, yeah. website <laughs> yeah, yeah it's it's the pleiadianchild.com um it need, really needs up doing i'm in the process of of changing it um but it will be redirected so if you go to the pleadingchilds.com yeah put everything in the the show notes and on my website as well so yeah they and if you update so okay. I, I put it in there as well update so that's that's awesome but i have to ask you when you channel because we are all different how we channel and how we some people see, some people hear, some people see and hear, some people just have a feeling and they need to draw. So how does it work for you? And do you channel a whole group or is someone stepping in front of the group? And how does it work for you? Well, when I first started to channel them, they were behind me, slightly on my left. And it was Ashtar that, that, that turned up and gave his name. Um, and I didn't know anything about him at, at the time, nothing at all. I just, you know, it was just Pleiadian and he was called Ashtar, Ashtar Commander. And um, so I, I see them in my mind's eye in the same way I see spirits. And I do hear them um, telepathically in the same way I hear spirits. So that I guess you could call that clear audience as well or telepathy um they are tall blonde blue-eyed um angular features always get a sense of blue around them in their auric field um and just uh, you know so much love comes in with them it's it's sometimes it actually makes me cry um and i think it's just because we're not used to that vibration on earth that it's just pure love it's it, it's it's i think overwhelming is the wrong word but it's like you i get to swim in it I, i'm just surrounded by it surrounded by it so it's just beautiful energy uh very healing um so yeah so ashtar and uh i haven't been given well no i have been given other names um but so i was also given i was also um there was also another name that came to me years ago but mostly ashtar and um so yeah i would work with ashtar and also jesus energy who i now believe is um pleiadian energy and uh i'm not religious at all i'm i'm you know the very opposite of of that i come you know i, I don't um look favorably on the catholic church at all for for the horrendous crimes they've committed um against children and um yeah so um so yeah mostly ashtar and when i channel them i i use my laptop because i can type quicker than i can write so when i'm being downloaded it's um It's a higher vibration. It's a faster vibration. So they are talking 10 to the dozen and I'm, you can't type as quick as that. It's impossible, you know. So so I have to hold the energy and I guess remember it or integrate it into myself. I have to integrate it into myself. And sometimes it will take them a few times to give me downloads of information. 
that I can integrate and process into my body and ground into my body so that I don't forget it so that I can come back and and they'll tell me again and then I'll I'll take um dictation you know then I'll write it down sometimes that doesn't always happen sometimes I, I get it straight off you know that's amazing though when I've done it like my computer broke down like so I have to start writing instead so that's good that you can hold that vibration <laughs> usually yeah so oh that's amazing uh later on uh it, it feel, pr- please feel welcome if so you channel as well uh yeah yeah a little bit I got some some people or whatever you call beings that uh yeah uh yeah but but I, I recognize that sometimes they come in groups and in the beginning when I started I was like no like like just just one it's too much because they get so excited they're like oh me 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 and or or they talk in a group like they all and some of them have very old language and and then have to go like oh what does this mean and you know they they have certain expressions but I had to start say like hey you know just one at a time but I said please send the funniest one out you know the one that's most fun because that's my language (laughs) and I was just going to ask you about that because that's something a lot of people don't talk about because sometimes some people not you but like some people that do channel like they can be very serious like it's so serious but the the ones that I chatted to like I'm like hey you know you have to pump it up a little bit and be a little bit funny because that's my resonance that's how I I I can do it better and and um so they try to but it's kind of becomes a little bit awkward sometimes because they come from another frequency and they try to be funny you know and how does that work for you like um how what's the energy you feel when you channel um we definitely have some interference here. Um, yes, can you feel I that? I just picked yeah. up on it on yeah. my yeah. Yeah, radar. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Um, right? Like because we're just talking about channeling, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. yeah so it's yeah, I mean, they, I, I can I hear am... they're listening in. So yeah, but they're welcome too. Like you know, we're not hiding anything. So. Hmm. Yeah. No, I've I've pretty much everything out out in the open with me. Um. And so they are, they do have a sense of humor, the Pleiadians. Mm. And I think sometimes people, mm. people are actually quite surprised by that, but they do have a sense of humor. Um, I, 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 not so much these days because I'm more lighthearted now, but, but when I was going through, so when I'm going through stuff, I get quite stressed about things. If I'm going, if I've had, if I'm having a difficult time. And so, um, I used to get very serious sometimes about things, but I'm in a much light, more light-hearted space now. I think it's probably because I'm okay with being here on Earth now. So, um, but yeah, they do have a sense of humour. That they, yeah, I can't remember any particular jokes they've made to me, but they definitely have. Do you? Um, is it usually Ashtar you talk to, or? Or is there anyone else? Or there are others. I mean, when they when they first showed up, it was Ashtar behind me, slightly to my left, and I could see him clearly. And I got a sense of a female behind him, although I couldn't see her features very clearly. But I could see the outline of of how she looked similar to him. And then I got the sense of there was a lot of them like they were going they were almost in lines in rows going back um so there there was a large group of them um and i did have one experience as well um where they woke me up at 4 a.m um and this was years ago when i first started to consciously channel them and i was living in lewisburg on on the beach um in, in, a, in a little house there in Ireland and they woke me up at 4am which I didn't find very funny at all <laughs> because I'm not a morning person <laughs> at all. I've never been a morning person and they woke me up at 4am and they told me to go down to the beach and I was like oh do I have to you know so I, I pulled on some some tracksuit bottoms or something and I went down to the beach 
and it was just amazing, Annie, because there were there were thousands of them in my mind's eye of Pleiadians, and each one, or so there was, they were all either one or two or three of them were all stood next to a small ship, a small ship, and it just went on for as far as my eye could see when there was just thousands of them on the beach all with these little ships and all just come to say hello it was just it was just blew me away you know that I was able to see this and and witness it and um, I didn't see it physically I saw it in my mind's eye which is how I work with the mediumship you know Um, so yeah I mean I used to see things physically and sometimes I do but mostly it's in my mind's eye and do you so yeah that's that's how I kind of see that's excellent like do you think if if you feel and if they have any message to the audience later on they'll be feel welcome to share that uh, if you have any Um, I was uh, I don't. I don't want to put any pressure on you, anything like that. But I was. Uh, if you have, do you have any grounding tips for people? Because a part of the ascension process is, you know, to work on your gratitude, self care, and all that. And and but also the protection is something. When I was, uh, I shared in one of my f- the first episode. For me, it was when I was eighteen when I totally woke up. I. I didn't do the protection. I didn't do the grounding. So that kind of really screwed it up for me and messed things up for years to come. I do that now. That is different. And what could you... Do you have an advice for people that kind of start to wake up a little bit or or people that need some extra protection and, you know, what they can do themselves? Yeah, that's a great question, because I think the higher we get or or the more evolved we get, the more we need to ground to the earth energy. You know, Mother Earth is alive. She's a living being. And we really need to ground ourselves, especially at this time. It's crucial. It's part of it's actually part of the evolution process that we need to ground ourselves at the moment. So what I've been doing is going to the beach a lot, um, and I'm finding that I actually need it, like like I need water or air or, you know, food. I It's something I need to do at the moment is, is spend a lot of time at the beach just to ground my energy so that I can keep moving forward and keep, actually to keep my vibration high because there's something very special about the ocean that cleans, that clears our energy. It's like... It could be to do with the salt. I'm sure it's something very um, chemical, you know, to do with the salt and, and the atmosphere and, and the, or even the seaweed, you know. Um, but, yeah, ground, um, feet on the ground outside, bare feet for at least 20 minutes a day is proven by science now. Um, not that I'm an advocate for science or anything, but the fake science. But 20 minutes a day is proven to... Bare feet is proven to to um, absorb the healing energies coming from the earth. Hugging trees when you can, you're connecting to trees that have that are alive. You know they they have a life force within them. They have vast amounts of knowledge of of the history of the earth. Um, and I know this because I'm, I've meditated with trees. And I remember one of the first times I did it, I was. The tree spoke to me and showed me in my mind's eye the history of the earth. So there is so much we don't know. There is so much information that Mother Earth can give us about the water, about the trees, about the earth, about the sea, about the oceans, about the animals. You know, and we just we need to stop seeing ourselves as being higher or above the earth um, higher in terms of separate from the earth um that we are somehow more civilized um she's she's crying out to us at the moment and we really need to to ground and protect and connect to her 
those of us that are awake and aware and conscious and work with the air, air, work with the earth, work with the sea, work with the land, because um, she is going to shake off anything that is um, of a lower frequency, of a lower energy, of a lower vibration that doesn't match her frequency, energy, vibration. Things are shifting. The, 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 the world is not what people thought it was. And anything that is, because the earth is also evolving, as we are evolving, the, it, it can't not be so. We are evolving and the earth is evolving at the same time. So the earth is going to, Mother Earth is going to shake off anything that is not of her frequency. Because oil and water don't mix. They, they just don't. And they, they never will. Um, they can live side by side sometimes. But we're, having said that, we're at a point where we can no longer live side by side. We're no longer willing to accept the, um, the negative energies anymore. We're no longer willing to accept being ruled, being controlled, being dumbed down. So I know that's a very long-winded, but let me get back to being grounded. So, I mean, most of my life I've been very ungrounded, especially as a child. I was more outside of my body than um, I was inside. Um, so I was more in the spirit world than I was here physically. So so I, I do know a little bit about grounding. I've still got a lot to learn. But so the way I do it is I, I pull in the the Pleiadian energy and I always visualize a, a, um, a clockwise circle of, of vortex of energy coming down like a coil coming down into my crown chakra and I when I'm channeling I visualize that and I, I move it down through my body through my feet into the earth into the core of the earth with sometimes a large sometimes I will visualize a large rose quartz crystal in the, the center of the earth um, and that helps me to to ground the energy in because sometimes I might stop here and then channel the information, but it will stay here and I won't really remember it um, um, to the point I'm able to, to voice it. So it will just be in the back of my mind somewhere. So that's one technique, but also grounding um, your feet to the earth, grounding, hugging a tree. When you do that, take your your shoes off. Place your heart on the tree, um, bow your head so that your forehead is so that your third eye is touching the tree and then place your arms around the, the tree. You're making yourself humbling yourself to the tree, but you're also connecting your third eye and your heart center, your heart chakra to the tree. And you're connecting to the tree um, and then place your feet on the tree's roots or by the the, the tree base um, and then just do techniques or visualize yourself breath is really important that's something I'm still working with is my own breath um, but breath is very grounding it brings you back into your body um, um, salt baths are very good for grounding singing is actually very grounding dancing brings you back into your, your body actually a funny one for you Yeni yeah. is sex Oh, yes, please. <laughs> sex is so grounding. <laughs> but sex, sex is very grounding because it brings you, it brings me right back into my body. Mm. If I'm out here somewhere, it brings me right back. So sex is a funny one. It's a great one, actually, for grounding. Needs to find um, someone good one, though. Yeah. That's the thing, you know, not just random. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, a, perma a good permanent one. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you for sharing that. That's uh, that's excellent. Um, do you have anything else you would like to share? Anything to the listeners? Yeah, there is something that, that came through just now, um, that everyone can connect to the Pleiadians, whether they are a starseed or not. Um, we all have the ability to to do everything. We all have the ability to to draw, 
to to do art, to sing, to dance, to um, to cook a beautiful meal. To we all have the ability to do everything. Some of us are better artists, some of us are better channelists or writers or whatever our forte is, but we all have the ability to channel the Pleiadians. Um, there's no one on this earth that can't con connect to the Pleiadians or other positive um, star nations, positive star ET, um, ET energies. Um, so, yeah. It just happens that, that, that that's what part of my mission is, part of what I'm meant to be doing. Um, but also the school system really, you know, I, I, I can't stress it enough. I really i am not an adv advocate for the school system. And I think everyone should take their kids out of school, you know, be schooling them things like astrology. And this was something I meant to mention earlier, Yanni, because you did bring it up. But, you know, things like astrology and our real science our real history our real um there's so many things gardening sounds healing color history nature animals um the, the guides you know the, the spirit guides loved ones psychic abilities mediumship the astral plane there is there's a million things that we could be teaching our kids a million things and and yet we don't because we have been conditioned that this is what we do. We send them to school, we hand them over. Um, it's also kind of a, it's a lazy way as well. It's a lazy way to, to, it's lazy parenting to drop off our, our kids with, so that we get to have time out, we get to have a break from them because it is stressful especially if you're a single parent um and on a low income um but it's lazy it's lazy parenting um so yeah we need to start creating we need to shift our focus on what's going on and the negative stuff and start creating what we want to to see in the world so so homeschooling um, small communities where we use the resources that we have now. So it's not about going out and being and buying a big piece of land somewhere um, or a retreat center or anything like that. We need to start using the resources that we have now readily available us, to us today where we can start creating small communities where we are in control of our food, of our water. We need to start small, but we do need to start making small communities that are that are not about making money and making profit and making fat cats and big pharma and um, the big supermarket companies. We, so it's health. We need to take back our divinity, our sovereignty, our health and stop looking outside of ourselves for for anything outside of ourselves to come and save us, even the Pleiadians, because yes, we are assisted, but we need to be the ones we were sent. We chose ourselves to come here and be part of this process to of evolution. And, and we are in the midst of evolution where this is what needs to change. It's the, 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 We've been given our way, our power to negative forces for so long that we no longer think for ourselves. You know, we put a mask on without thinking, I need to breathe air. I need to breathe oxygen. Um, I've never worn a mask and I will never wear we'll a mask. Get some D vitamin um, from the sun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that the, you know we we need to start making a difference and and but before we can even do that we need to start taking our power back because if we feel like we don't have any power if we feel like we are little Carol down the road that has no voice that is unseen that has um no significance then we're not able to change anything because that's how we see ourselves. But when we understand, and this kind of starts with meditation as well, 
when we understand that we are not little Carol down the road or little Yenny down the road or little Rob down the road that is powerless, that actually we have immense power, that we are divine beings, that we are God's source, that we are connected to um, like beings like the Pleiadians or the Syrians or the Acturians or the Lyrians or whoever it is and realise that we've been lied to on a mass scale about everything. That shifts our whole perspective and our whole perception and understanding then we can come then we can come together and start creating these smaller communities um or large communities if you've got the finances to do that but we do need to come together and unite and create new communities now it's time now to to wake up and the the veil is being lifted for us um especially for those that are asleep and, and unawake. So I, I just, I never thought it would be like this on earth, but I'm just so grateful to be here, so grateful. And also gratitude is really important. I mean, there have been times in my life when I wasn't grateful and at all. Um, for, for I didn't see what I had, um, but a few times I've been shown gratitude and one of the the times was when I went to Nepal and I went from Scotland and it was the first time I'd been in a third world country and I went to Nepal um for a year or two and I I was actually a bit shell-shocked for at least two weeks when I got there I needed I was really shell-shocked at how people were living and um so when I came back to the UK I had a very different perspective and also the other time was when I became homeless about four or five years ago, I ended up homeless in London, of all places. Um, and um, so now, you know, when, whenever I see a homeless person, I'm just so grateful that I have a home. So grateful, you know. And um, gratitude is, is will, will change your vibration. It will change your frequency, your vibration. It will shift you. You know, when you're grateful for something, it will, whatever it is, something small, like having a home or having water or having food or, you know, having nice clothes or whatever it is, it, it's the more you have of anything, when you, when you are grateful for it, it it's it's like a ball rolling. It will just gather and gather and gather momentum. So it, it is really important. So if you don't have anything to be grateful for, I'm speaking to the audience, you know, but if you don't have anything grateful to anything, if you don't feel grateful for anything, be grateful for your body. Be grateful for the water. Be grateful for the food, the simple things in life. Forget about the, the big stuff. Be grateful for the small stuff in life, your your family or, you know, and if you don't, if you find that you don't have something that I'm mentioning, like like a family or maybe even a home or or nice food or nice clothes, then focus on what you do have. And be grateful for that. You know, so I, I could talk to you for hours, Yenny. I'm sorry for, for oh, going thank on. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I think we, we might wrap it up and I have you back another time because there's so many more questions I have. <laughs> oh, I got another 10, 15 questions. <laughs> so I, I think that would be wonderful. But I really want you to share with the audience. And of course, I put it on the show note page. Uh, all the links to your website and your groups and all that as well. But could you share verbally with the audience where they can find you? Yeah, sure. Thank you, Yeni. And I'd be delighted to come back. Yes. Um, and I'd also love to have to have you on my on my show as well. Oh, thank you so um, much. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um you can reach me at the pleiadianchild.com, which is P-L-E-I-A-D-I-A-N, child.com. 
I also have a Starseed Weekend Workshop coming up on the 27th and 28th of March this year, um, which is going to be just, I'm so looking forward to it. It's just going to be really awesome. I'm just going to download information and do a Q&A at the end. And um, I'm just going to do so much. I can't remember half of it. But um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that very much. And that one, and you also, and that's on my website. Yeah, that's on your website. But also, you got a YouTube channel, like link on your website as well. But also, you have a Facebook group. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Can yeah, people I have join a couple that of one? Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's the Great Awakening of Humanity 2020, um, and it's mostly information about the times we're living in and, and current events. So people are welcome to come and share their things. Um, it's just really a community where we can let each other know what's going on. And then I have another group, which is called the Cosmic Ascension Waves of Light, which is my own show um, where I get to interview people. Um, and that's a Facebook group on Facebook. Um, so, yeah, those are my two, two. I mean, I do have other groups, but those are the two. Um, and your show, yeah. uh, where can people listen to your show? Um, it, I have it on, I, I, I do a Zoom where I live stream it to Facebook, but then I upload it to YouTube. Okay. And the YouTube page is Carol Noonan. Um, it's Carol Noonan. So it's C-A-R-O-L and then N-O-O-N-A-N, all N's for november um yeah excellent oh thank you so much and uh, yeah i'm looking forward to have you uh on the show at, at a la- later stage but thank you so much for sharing a part of your world and yeah thank you yeah thank you yenny I'd, I'd be delighted to come back so that was that for today's episode or this week's episode and i just wanted to say thank you to all of you i've had a couple of donations that people hit the donation button on my website ascensiontalk.com thank you so much for that i'm just very close to be able to upgrade my website so i can actually make it ssl secure so Yeah, I'm very grateful for you. Uh, For you that wanted to know a little bit more about today's show and a little bit more about Ascension Talk and what we do and listen to other guests as well, you can go to ascensiontalk.com and in the blog post there, I have a more detailed explanation of each person that I interview and sometimes I share some drawings I've done and some other things. So until next time, please ground yourself, heal yourself, take care of yourself so you can help others. Bye.